0: This is John Fallon of the Indie Film NYC podcast, and we are here at the special Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema interview series with some of the directors of our wonderful shorts and features, and uh, if you'd like to introduce yourself.
1: I'm Jennifer Hahn. I directed and edited and shot a portion of uh, One Less Fight. It's a documentary film.
0: And what's, uh, what is kind of the synopsis of the film?
1: The film's about uh, the life of Manfred Gans, who is a, uh, was, he's sadly passed now, but he, uh, he was a German Jew who escaped uh, before the Nazis uh, <laughs> began the war and uh, went to England and he became, uh, he became a prisoner in the internment camps there and then he became, uh, eventually got out of there, became a British soldier in an elite troop of commandos changed his name had a secret identity and returned on d-day to to normandy and uh fought in the war for the british and he eventually heard about his parents through a crazy way i can't even get, get into it he heard that they're in a concentration camp at the near the end of the war mm-hmm. and he uh set off to to find them and save them
0: and uh, he knew they were the the, he knew they were still alive at the
1: time? Or he heard through a crazy series of people were exchanged. There was a program, briefly brief-lived program, that some Nazis uh, traded Jews for equipment and things. Hmm. And some people who knew his parents got away to Switzerland in this trade, got to New York and told and somehow this information got to one of his family members and it came all the way back to him through the crazy process and he while he was in uh i think holland fighting a battle and he uh he heard about his parents were most likely still alive but he had no guarantee
0: sure and this is all before social media
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is all by letter (laughs) and telegram and i don't even know if telegrams were quite working that great at that time but yeah, it was all, all with letters.
0: What a insane yeah. story. So you said this was kind of dropped in your lap? Did it
1: you it did, kind of, yeah. I worked with a producer named Alan Goldscher and uh, Reinvention TV, which is his company. They do a lot of PBS shows and real estate and stuff, and he met the family, met uh, Manfred Gans' son, Daniel, and he told them the story of his father and that he had written a book and it would be really neat someday to make a documentary. So Alan knew that I was around and available and said, hey, you want to make a documentary? <laughs> we have a book. We might have some footage, <laughs> but we're not sure. So we, we had eventually found all the footage and of him uh, from another documentary that was made about his troop, his commando troop, which is this crazy secret, they called it the X-Troop, because they were kind of secret. And... Um, we got an in- interview of Manfred Gans, because he was passed away in 2008, and this was only a, about three years ago. So we had this four-hour interview that we were able to get from the, the very kind filmmaker named Steve Carris, and he made a film called um, "About Face," And it was about this troupe. So you could look that up somewhere, I'm not sure where to find the film, but it's about the troupe itself. And we got this great interview of Manfred telling his whole life story. And I had the book that he wrote. He wrote this book called, uh, what is it called? Oh, Life Gave Me a Chance, he called it. And it was just his thoughts uh, to give to his grandsons, his three g- three grandsons. And he wanted to just tell them the whole story before he passed away. Mm. And they've self-published the book. and I think you can find it on Amazon and Lulu. I think it's Lulu.com has self-published books. They self-published this this book, and it's called Life Give, Gave Me a Chance by Manfred Gans. It tells his whole crazy story, and our documentary is only about 34 minutes, but it hardly even scratches the surface of a craziness that he experienced, and he touched every part of that war from D-Day to the Nuremberg Trials he was involved in. And so how much
0: was the book guiding... How you were crafting your documentary
1: uh, it- it guided sort of the structure of it because it was you know it goes from beginning middle to end his um but mostly it was his uh, interview that he told his own story, and we talked to his family as well um, Unfortunately, there was a lot of footage of him. he eventually went back to Germany to speak in high school. he and his brothers he had two brothers who also survived the war the whole family survived, which was unheard of yeah, like in their immediate family anyway not right. every cousin and, and uncle survived but um they they lost a lot of their home movies of him speaking and photos and all sorts of things from his past in hurricane sandy mm. got flooded so a basement got flooded of one of the family members so it was kind of tough to find some of the footage but luckily they had donated a lot of his Stuff to the U.S. Holocaust Museum in Washington, so that he has a little area that we were able to get a lot of photos. So, thank we're very thankful to the U.S. Holocaust Museum for allowing us to uh, to use all those th- those things. We, uh, we had letters between him and his wife, which was another thing he did while he was fighting this war and trying to find his parents. He was writing back and forth to his future wife, <laughs> in, who was in New York, who his father had helped escape before the Nazis. Uh, Turn them in. Sounds like a really interesting. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that's another thing we're looking to maybe make it into a try to get a narrative film made, a little dra- dramatization because it, it fits to to do his life story. I mean, there's too much to put into a two hour film, but we need to. F- we're going to try to you know make a dramatic narrative out of it.
0: Sure. So what kind of reception are you getting with this film? Well, oh, very
1: good. I think everyone sort of has a little tear in their eye because. You know, anybody who beats the Nazis and goes back and preaches peace, which is really why it's called One Less Fight, is that his main purpose, and he found his main source of pride from the war, wasn't killing his Mm ex-schoolmates, was forcing them to surrender Mm. and not killing them. So that was his his main goal in life. And uh, he does mention in the film that his his son mentions that he was not too happy with the the movie uh, Quentin Tarantino's um The Inglorious Bastards. Bastards because he actually saw the film when it came out. He was not very happy that it portrayed Jews as you know revenge seekers because right. he didn't want revenge. He wanted you know reconciliation. Hmm.
0: And th- did you work a lot with the family or wha- what I was did, their role yeah. uh, in helping you craft
1: this? well they gave feedback and they also participated in the film they were all interviewed and mm-hmm. were very generous with their time and you know provided me a copy of the book and gave me some guidance on you know what was what may have been clear cuz some of his memories may not be exact so they they could like you know by the end of his life they might have he might have forgotten a few details so they filled in some details that you know were more accurate or less accurate like maybe there was the the exchange of trucks and jews or equipment and jews that little thing he mentioned was one exchange it was actually another exchange you know things like little details that we wanted to get right
0: do you how old was he when he passed away
1: 88 years old Yeah, yeah he was written up in the new york times you can look up uh New York Times obituaries, and it tells, like, a mini version of his story. Hmm, interesting. Yeah.
0: So, uh, as a filmmaker, you know, is this uh, kind of one, is this your first documentary, or? the
1: first f- one I've directed, yes. Okay. I work on other ones as DP or editor, but um, this is the first one I did all on my own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how was that
1: transition? That That's a lot of work. <laughs> 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 we didn't have a lot of money. It was really mostly found footage and stock footage and... Mm-hmm photos from the family and just a couple of interviews shot but it's hard to do on your own yeah so i'm looking to do bigger projects with you know actual crews (laughs) but you had a
0: producing partner
1: yes he he uh provided a little bit of the money and and support you know for the the narrative and feedback and everything
0: and what uh i mean if you could talk about it have you done any actual exploring on, on turning this into a narrative? Or?
1: Yeah, we're, we're outlining right now, I'm trying to talk to a lot of people and get the idea going in some uh, producing circles. And we'll yeah. see. Th-
0: the family w- would be all for. Oh that? yeah, they oh yeah. Like it that
1: just that. depends on how you know. You need to sort of craft the story in a certain way, and details need to be embellished or changed. We have to decide on what things we we keep and what things we (laughs) we change and that that'll be a fight in the future i'm sure (laughs) and is that something you're you're writing well i would like to write it i'm working on it now but you know who knows what's going to happen in the future
0: yeah absolutely yeah uh everything
1: hey steven spielberg wants it okay give it to him because that'd be much better yeah yeah Yeah, that would be a dream
0: (laughs) so that sounds great i mean uh so what other kinds of projects do you like to do
1: i'm mostly an editor Like yourself. (laughs)
0: So So you like to sit in dark rooms.
1: I sit in dark rooms. (laughs) I edit a lot. And, uh, yeah, I do podcasts as well. Um, I work for magazines mostly. Uh, But, yeah, I I like to do documentary films. I've done a couple of biographies. And um, I want to just branch out into non-biography, maybe. (laughs) I've worked on three now, and I'd like to move on.
0: Sure. (laughs) And... uh, I noticed you were a, a resident of Kew Gardens.
1: I am. This is really exciting.
0: So tell me a little bit, did you hear about the festival through the community or online?
1: No, I heard of it online on the, uh, you know, the the film submitting sites like Film Freeway and, and uh, I s- said this is amazing. I love it. I mean, I know about Queens. There are other, not too many other Queens venues to have this. I mean, Kew Gardens is perfect to have a film festival and i'm surprised they didn't start it before i mean and it's great to preserve that theater down the block it's a wonderful theater i mean there's when films come in good films there's lines around the corner and it's the only art house left in queens and they're doing everything they can to keep it up and, and running with the solar panels on the roof and you know events like this i hope they keep going because there's always really good films in that p- that theater
0: well that was definitely you know one of the things that was really important to us was having a venue like that to center the festival around and, and yep. show films you know in a proper way yeah uh you know many festivals that have uh kind of a backroom you know pop-up screens and
1: yeah you know, it's, <laughs> i've it's, been to those <laughs> it's never a
0: a hundred percent satisfying to s- yeah. you know it's great to see your film anywhere, of course, you know yeah. as a filmmaker, seeing your films shown in front of an audience is always a joy, yeah. but in a theater, I don't know, just for me, you know I grew up I grew up in a theater my my grandfather was a projectionist, you know oh. so I could change reels. <laughs> when i was 15 you know that's fantastic
1: and, uh, now it's a little different running ah, on linux yeah. or whatever yeah, they run right. it on
0: uh, <laughs> yeah we had the carbon rods and the reels and yeah it was fun fantastic but, uh, you know, i watched a lot of movies through the little window
1: <laughs> oh that reminds so. me of cinema party so yeah. what a movie you were like little toto yeah yeah <laughs> Maybe that's why I like that movie so much. <laughs> I those yeah, it is uh, really. I mean, this is my first film, and you know, my family came, and they were all so excited to see something on the big screen. Yeah, I mean, I've been to ones that are on the little yeah, pop-up mm-hmm. screens, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I <laughs> really care to go to that right. if it's my film. But this was very exciting, especially in my own town. Sure, that was really really cool.
0: So you felt uh, satisfied with the uh, with the uh, with the screening? You had
1: yeah, I loved experience. it. I I did spot an audio glitch in my film that I I I don't know. I have to go check it out. I'm really yeah. upset when oh, I see oh, this these oh. little things. I was like, oh god, oh, no! <laughs> but I have to check it out. Yeah. So <laughs> you get so it, you know it's projected so big and its sound is so big. You don't realize when you get out there. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you see it, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Somehow. You know. Yeah.
1: It looked better than I thought than on the the computer screen and the TVs that I've seen it on. But yeah, it's uh, the audio is is most important in documentaries, and that's something I want to work on as well, mm-hmm. the audio portion.
0: Are there other parts of the festival that you're excited about? Uh, I want to see
1: a lot of the shorts, and I, um, I would love to make narrative shorts myself as well. I write a lot of uh, scripts for for narrative shorts, and um, I'm always looking for more shorts to be inspired by. So it was great to be in a program of five other shorts. I love seeing everybody else's work.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, as a filmmaker myself, it, it's it's really hard to get an audience to watch a short film. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's hard to, yeah. like, put together an audience to watch a short film. That's why, you know, when we did this, having the blocks of, of you know, four or five short films together, you know, it gives people a full experience. But, you know... You get you get to see your films in a way that you just don't get to with short films, and you know there's a lot of really clever and uh, you know just inventive short films out there that are not getting a lot of eyeballs. So I'm I'm happy that we were able to bring stories like yours, you know, to to an audience that you know in in a nice venue. That uh, yeah, it's
1: fantastic when you don't have a lot of money and you don't have a lot of you know voice out there, and Mm -hmm. you're just this little. Guy who wasn't didn't like to brag, and it, it was you know he didn't he wanted the he only wrote his book for his grandkids. He wasn't looking to make a great story or sell it or anything. That's why it's you know self published. Yeah. And uh, we were like, well, we we want more people to know about this man. He did so much good, and the family after. I mean, his parents who were in a concentration camp lived until their nineties and in, in israel and they did so much good i mean his brothers did so much good in their lives he became a chemical engineer that traveled the world he did a lot of amazing things so to have this little tiny story and it's much bigger than a little tiny story right. so i th- thank you guys for putting us uh on the screen
0: and uh are you are you going to put it online somewhere so if We're people gonna can't make the around. festival, where can they... We'll
1: tr- We're looking for places to uh, distribute it, but it's the family does talks now and then at Jewish centers uh, about Manfred Gans, So they do show the film when okay. they do talks, so we could put that online somewhere um, where I have to find out where where it goes next, okay. so we can yeah. let you know.
0: Yeah, I hope uh, more people get to see it. I mean, uh, yeah. and I hope at some point they get to see the feature film version of it as I well. I
1: hope so. <laughs> that would be great.
0: All right, uh, so thank you for joining us, and uh, thanks Alright. for being part of our inaugural year of the uh, Kew Gardens Festival yeah. of Cinema.
1: Thanks for coming to my town. Thanks. <laughs>